some. All right, everybody, welcome to Yes, Have Some podcast. We're continuing. Maybe we're starting. It depends when we post this episode. Is this going to be the first, the last, or the middle episode of the celebration? We don't know yet. I mean, but shouldn't that be the first or the last? I don't. It's the first. The date. The first. We just we'll we'll make the decision right now. It's right now. Now we celebrate. Welcome to the celebration. One year of Ghostbusters Afterlife. We can't believe it. It's been an incredible uh, year of watching Afterlife once a month. Every every Tuesday, uh, every other Tuesday, that would be twice. A lot of tissues. A lot of tissues. Uh, Eric Reich from Ghost Core has uh, agreed. I don't know why. When I told Abby and Jake, I was like, I can't believe you said. Can you believe Eric? You've ever you've never really done YHS proper. This is your first time. Have I not really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Yeah, that's we did just on little like interviews here and there. Yeah, yeah, little. We did the Spangler wand. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever that was. 2020 pandemic i don't know it was so long ago (laughs) the best and worst part about these things is that somehow my parents and my grandparents always google my name and then they're like we saw you on an interview with this yhs podcast (laughs) and uh wow you do such a good job why don't you tell us about these things right right i get it i mean that's how i hear from my parents my dad uh, we'll we'll call and he'll randomly find something on YouTube. He always watches it and then goes. So so how is that? You guys make money, do you? Why do you do it if you don't make a lot of? None of our parents understand. My mom doesn't know what a podcast is at all, and she's like, "Why do you keep going to New York for Ghostbusters stuff?" <laughs> <laughs> or my dad will be like, "You sounded really good, but maybe don't put your hand on your face." <laughs> oh, that's right. There you it know, is. compliments me and then gives me a little you know piece of advice. Right, sure. right, right, right. Or. Last uh, anecdote, I was on the phone with my stepmom and she goes, how's have some more? I bet you didn't think I would know the name of it. Well, (laughs) there you go. Uh, So, Eric, uh, thank you so much for joining us. Um, We're going to be talking about Afterlife. Can you believe it's been a year since it was released and almost a decade since it was filmed, I think? I know. (laughs) It's crazy. We keep like in my mind, I'm like, it was forever ago when we did Afterlife and it was supposed to come out forever ago. And then at the same time, it's been less than a year now, a year today uh, that it's come out. So it's it's really crazy. It is crazy. And we we were so lucky. We should thank you profusely. We were so lucky to be uh, at New York Comic Con for that debut screening. Maybe we should start there. Yeah. What, a, yeah. what a day that was. I mean, mm-hmm. we did not know that you guys were going to drop the movie, but it was heavily hinted like, hey, if you can be there, maybe you should try to be there. Uh, we were going to be there for the panel regardless. Mm-hmm. So do you have memories of, of what, because that was the second big screening. The first one was at CinemaCon. Yeah. Uh, can so you talk about that? Yeah, I was at both of them, actually. The first one, you know, it's a a business thing. So it was less exciting because, you know, the audience, they're they're total filmmakers or film goers. They're theater owners. Uh, So it's it's a tough audience, but it played super well. And we were really excited about that. Um, But then the Comic-Con was just like we felt like rock stars after that thing, like uh, coming off of the stage uh, and being backstage. Everyone was so excited once the movie started playing and people were freaking out at that opening scene. So, I mean, we've talked about it a lot, but Abby, I I, I don't think I've never seen faces on these two. I can't imagine what my face was like, but it was like shock, excitement, but also like we've literally been waiting for this our whole lives Uh so when you finally experience the thing you've been waiting for it's very like 
simultaneously stressful and nerve wracking and also like the most exciting thing that's ever happened. And like the movie played so well, like that crowd, it was like, a like, <laughs> like imagine the, the proton pack the first time it fires up and the crowd's just like cheering, yeah. like you're at a concert. It noises. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's what was so crazy about that. We were talking about that is just how many, like just the sound effects and the powering on and, you know, the trap yeah. and just those little pieces that people just freaked out about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Every, everything got a standing ovation. It was <laughs> awesome. Annie Potts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 It was it, really it, go for it. I was just going to say it was, it was like, there was no bill. It was really tough to be like from, from the moment Jason announced you're about to watch this movie. 30 seconds later, Egon is on the screen. So you're just like, <laughs> you're like, can we mm-hmm. pause for a second? <laughs> right, right. Yeah. I need also, to, The fact right. that we were able to keep that such a secret the entire time between yeah. like yeah. Hasbro making toys, all the development, the shooting of that. I don't think there was any sort of leak on any blog that I ever mm-hmm. saw of like Egon. Never saw. In this I mean, movie. we... All, in no every idea. every episode of this show where we uh, talked about what we thought the movie was going to be, I know I was like, Egon is not going to be in this movie at all. I'll be like, I, I was like, he's the lamp. He'll be there in like feeling. But as far as like seeing him, I was like, no, they wouldn't do that. And then right. it was the best thing. Well, ever. because we thought that because it's so hard to do and pull exactly. it off. Exactly. So let that, that kind of leads me down a road when, when you guys were, you know, developing the script and developing the ideas and, and, and all of that was on the table how do you, you know, we, we've seen the behind the scenes featurettes. We, we know how amazing the technology is and was that, that allowed that to happen. But, you know, that has to be the biggest hurdle as far as like pulling something off story wise. And like, if you don't stick that landing, there's not like a net, right? Like there's, I kind of think back to like the Stay Puft Marshmallow Man and how Ivan always described that as like, this is either going to work or it's going to bomb really hard. at the end. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, but luckily, and you know, Jason was great about obviously reaching out to the Ramus family beforehand. So they were on board the entire time and a part of the process. And uh, we wanted to do it justice. And, you know, it's a big, obviously emotional moment that, you know, thankfully paid off in, in the best way possible. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, it, it was incredibly well done. Um, and even in a lot of the times when you see those kind of special effects in movies, like, you know, the first time you see it, you're just kind of caught up in, in the, the event of watching the movie. If you go back to like rogue one, when they did like uh, Peter Cushing or, or Carrie Fisher, but like a couple years later, you look back and you're like, that is a, that is a digital character like there's no way around it um i mean you put on afterlife now i mean it's been a year i've seen it a lot like it is the best i think it's like the best special effect i've ever seen in a movie like it's i have a feeling there's people who watched it and maybe they don't know the whole backstory of harold ramus and everything who who might not even realize uh like I, i think about like my parents watching it like they would like my dad wouldn't or my stepmom, she's even known the name of my podcast. She wouldn't even know that wasn't actually Harold Ramis. Like, it was just right, an incredible right, right, feat. Right, yeah, right. To the to I, us that were in the audience, it was like absolutely incredible. And I was glad there were people around me that I knew in that moment because it was like it was emotional. Yeah, yeah, it, was so it really was. Yeah. The way they did that too, I, I know it was in the behind the scenes and everything, but the way they sort of the first thing we saw was 
they showed us a scene from the original movie with the CG Harold Ramis character in it. Right. And then they t- once we couldn't tell that that was any difference from the original, they took that character and then they started aging that up. Right. You know, mm-hmm. all the effects. So obviously that base layer of who Harold was at the core in the 84 movie was the most important thing. And then we just built on that. So it's like simultaneously the coolest and scariest thing ever. Cause it's yeah. like, I mean, the, from, from a filmmaking standpoint, like the possibilities are really endless. So yeah. uh, you uh, being in the biz, that has to be exciting for you. Uh, yeah. So, I, mean, no, I was ahead. just going to say, just, I honestly, we're like working on this new project um, with, uh, yeah, I don't know if you guys have seen how they're building out scenes from uh, un- the unreal engine. Using oh right and, yeah um, like they did something for the matrix i believe yeah i played it i did the demo the the playstation demo that sort of technology they're showing us right now is so cool and there's so much opportunities uh with that in the future of filmmaking but anyways that's side note. yeah that's awesome that's cool um so kind of going back to like i'm always interested like you know we've heard jason talk a lot about you know he had this idea and he, he went to Ivan with it and Ivan was like, you have to do this. Like from your, like you're, you're right there, obviously. Um, can you talk a little bit about your personal experience of, of hearing about the idea for afterlife for the first time? And, and yeah, you know, I mean, was that kind of, the, the first time was actually, you know, everyone was, Jason was here, but the doors were closed. It was literally just him and his dad and, and Gil. So uh, that part was like, what are they saying in there? What's it going to be? You know, <laughs> <laughs> nerve wracking. Yeah. Right. And then literally Ivan, after they had left, like called in some of the other executives in the office and sat down was like, guys, like I'm blown away. He got emotional. He was like, it was such a good story. But even with us, it was like pretty secretive at that point. He didn't want to give away too much. You know, he wanted to, he wanted Jason to develop it more and, you know, come up with a script. So I just knew some, very little details before I read the script for the first time. Um, just in seeing Ivan's, you know, emotional reaction to it. Yeah. And just the fact that Jason obviously, you know, came on board to do something. I was like, well, he must have an idea, you know, that's worth right. telling. Otherwise he wouldn't have done it. So. Mm-hmm. Right. Highly motivated for sure. And yeah. like at that point, and I know you probably can't get into much detail in specific, but this is, it's sometime between 2016 and 2019. So we'll just put it in that time yeah. frame. Are it you- wasn't too, it wasn't like I first read the script. Sorry, we shot in 2019, right? Dates are so confusing now. It was, yeah. Well, it was announced in January of 2019. You guys right. shot that summer. Yeah. So we, uh, I read the script for the first time uh, in 20, at the end of 2018. So probably in like September October of 2018. Okay. And then right after we read the script and the studio had read the script and we found out that we were good to go, we shot that little teaser. Right. Which mm-hmm. part of. Um, and that was shot not too far from LA here. And that was just like super exciting. We just got like thrown into it. Uh, you know, we got the Ecto. That was the original Ecto that we painted to look, you know, like an old sort of weathered afterlife Ecto. And we threw it in a barn and did the whole teaser thing. So it really went fast from that point forward. And that was, that was like right around Christmas, I think December. And then we released the teaser in January. Right. Yeah. And I think the only, yeah. so obviously we're, we're like, I've been searching ghostbusters three news 
you know, on proton charging and Ghostbusters HQ since 1999. Like, I'm sure Troy and Chris are sick of me by the because they've been doing this a long time. So, like, we're pretty up to date. Like, it was very quiet. There was not much rumor or innuendo. Uh, you know, we all hoped there would be more projects, but we there there really wasn't a lot. The only, I think it was only when when Dan went on Dan Rather, like. Yeah. A cu- like a couple weeks before it's all this started damn. happening and mm-hmm. it was always damn but there, i remember specifically there was something about that time where it, it almost seemed like even he believed it and i was like there's something different about, <laughs> yeah. about this yeah, yeah, <laughs> you yeah, can yeah. tell you can tell in dan's voice that he I actually mean, knew yeah, what yeah. he was talking about yeah yeah i love that but I then we were all like guessing who the filmmakers were yeah i mean that i think was probably a shock to a lot of people um, and yeah. that we had to, if I remember correctly, we had a whole plan to like roll out the teaser and the announcement and everything together, but someone got wind and was, was going to jump the gun on us. So I think we put something out and then we followed up with the teaser like a day or two later, which wasn't how we originally wanted to do it. Um, but yeah, we had to just sort of pivot in that moment. Yeah. It ended up working so well. Cause like we, we have long like dreamed about like what if you just got a teaser for a movie that you didn't know was happening and we're like well it's literally the best it's like the thing we dream about and it's mm -hmm. it's only happened like two or three times like secret movies being made yeah it's usually cloverfield yeah it's the most yeah it's the most exciting thing ever so when it was ghostbusters we were like (laughs) I was like, what? Yeah, I'll never forget the text that we got from Troy Benjamin. We were shopping. Uh, yeah, he was like, the, he's like, he, he linked said, me to the article. It's like the Drew Barrymore line from like, uh, I forget which movie, but she's like, um, just breathe. Yeah, just and that's breathe. exactly what <laughs> what uh, Troy because it was a link to the EW article, and then yeah, I was like, oh, and I. I've been arguing with people on message boards my entire adult life. Every time someone said Jason Reitman should do a Ghostbusters movie, I was like, "You don't know how the movie it's not going to happen." Works. Yeah, <laughs> you just don't know. Have you seen Tully? The guy who did Tully's not doing a Ghostbusters movie. And then, of course, it's announced, and I was like, "Of course, this is what this makes so much sense." Um, Honestly, I think yeah. it's the only way we would have gotten a movie made. Yeah, uh, yes. at that time, so it worked out perfectly. I mean, just I, I people always are interested in, in knowing the the behind the scenes kind of stuff, like. Were, were you were, where was ghostbusters at that point before jason came in was it just f- trying to figure it out still it was trying to it was honestly because ghost core was set up you know during uh the 2016 movie we were just trying to figure out a new path forward honestly right what the future was going to look like and we were maintaining obviously licensing and stuff and you know we did we explored some vr things during that time and some other projects that are, you know, I'm forgetting right now, but uh, it was sort of a, a regroup moment. Right. Let a little time pass after the 2016 movie and figure out how we were going to pivot and move forward. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. And that, like, it's been like best case scenario ever since. Well, besides I mean, the pandemic. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> right. That was sort of that. a big bummer of it all. It's like, all right, we've got this momentum and then <clears throat> plug Yeah. Hole. Yeah. Um, Going back to Ghostbusters Fan Fest 2019, yeah. uh, this was kind of like Jason's first introduction to like being in front of the fandom, like in person. And we yeah. we kind of joked about it. Like, I don't think, and Eric, I would always interested in getting your perspective on this. I don't know if people realize that Ghostbusters has like an almost like Star Wars like 
fandom. Like, I think there are people who just like it's Ghostbusters. Everybody likes Ghostbusters, but like, there's this this other part of it. Like, mm-hmm. did are you guys prepping Jason and Gil for that at the time? Like, hey, this they, they can be intense. Or were they aware? <laughs> yeah, or- he, he had experienced it a little bit, but yeah. I don't think he was ready nor was he sure what that day was going to be like. Right. Uh, I do remember a really cool moment when he first got here. We were really late for the photos. and But Jason took the time and was like walking through the line of people that were waiting yep. yeah. and saying hello to a bunch of people, taking pictures with little kids. And I think in that moment, I think maybe he realized like, okay, this is a big deal. Because coming out of that, you know, we were... Uh, that was June, right? So yeah, mm-hmm. we were in the middle of shooting at that point, or just about to start. You're, it was like the week before you guys left. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like how that I know Eric's schedule from 2019 <laughs> better than yeah, better so, than I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so okay, so casting news is coming out at that point. McKenna Grace, Finn Wolfhard, the Paul Rudd announcement was amazing. Yeah, like. Can, can Paul literally, yeah, let's yeah, talk about that. That, yeah, that was crazy. That, that uh, once Paul signed on, he literally lived, I think, across the street from the firehouse, or he has a friend or someone that lives very close to the firehouse. And he was like, I'm just going to walk by the firehouse and like uh, take a little video and let's do this. Like, right. mm-hmm. announce it, you know? And it, it just, it, Jason showed me that. He actually texted it to me right away and he was yeah. like, dude, look how cool this is. And then it's just like, oh my God, like we're making a Ghostbusters movie and Paul Red's at the firehouse right now announcing this. Yeah, it is insane. And like Paul Rudd was, wasn't, he was long rumored. Like he was one of the names that always went around. Yeah. Yeah. We're talking about like, it's going to be like a poor funny guys. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the fact that he made it in and is like, is the character he is it's it's fantastic yeah gruberson's yeah. great legendary yeah, immediate Gruberson. legend in ghostbusters canon yeah uh the cujo that moment when he put the cujo tape in love i it. was like i was freaking it. out we yeah. talked about it right right um yeah. so okay so this is kind of all building up towards you know you guys are finally filming we we've had the the pleasure of talking to people like ben Eady and people you know we talked to logan kim and his family and like the the sense that you get from everybody is like this really felt like a family who had like a deep passion for for the brand so yeah eric can you talk a little bit about like what that set was like compared to you know other movies you've done i mean that that what statement you just said, that was the first question Jason literally asked pretty much every crew member he hired was, you know, tell me about your love for Ghostbusters. Are you a fan of Ghostbusters? It was really important to him to make this a family atmosphere and to have people that were working on the film that were passionate about the film uh, all the way down to the actors. McKenna Grace, I remember she was telling us that, you know, she had dressed up as a, uh, as a ghostbuster back in the day when she was little, she had like a Slimer uh, yeah. plushie that she would carry around. And so it was, uh, it was all around just a really fun atmosphere and everyone that was there in Calgary uh, from Benny D to the local guys that were working on the movie, uh, you know, it, it felt like a family and Jason also brought his film family too. So he's done a ton of movies and obviously a lot of the people that worked on, ghostbusters also have been on his his movies all the way back to thank you for smoking so right yeah right. that's so nice to like, it was, yeah keep the same group yeah and also then like you know i had worked for ivan for so long and jason had 
uh, only worked with Ivan on um, Up in the Air when I first started. And I was literally, I think, like an intern or had just gotten hired. Uh, so I honestly didn't even have that much interaction with Jason uh, throughout my career until we started working together on on Afterlife. So that was a, a big bonus for me, too, just to be able to to work with both Reitmans at the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I do want to talk about Ivan. Um, you know, it, it was... Uh, so sad this year where we, you know, obviously our, our condolences to you guys and uh, lots of love that came out of uh, the community uh, yeah. for, for Ivan. Um, you know, it was so, I mean, this, this is what happens. Unfortunately, when people pass, you start going, Oh, we, we just saw him a couple months ago and he was so excited. And so like, but the, the one story we always tell is at that New York comic con screening when they announced like, that they were going to show it like yeah. he, he like scream. It was like, he was, so he was, he was like a little yelp. Yeah. It yeah. Was awesome. yeah. He, even so it. Yeah. 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 he was just like, show him the movie. Show, yeah. show him. <laughs> show Put it on. <laughs> um, so Ivan was very involved in, and I think Jason in an interview said nobody had seen afterlife more than Ivan. So um, I don't know. Can, can you just talk a little bit about his, his dedication to the project? I mean, he very well could have, you know, leaned back and just kind of let it happen. And yeah, it- honestly, since I started working for him as an assistant, the first movie I worked on with him was no strings attached. In right. And then I guess we started shooting that in 2009. So I just started working for him for the last basically two years, but I was basically, I uh, was a, a, like an office manager. I had just moved up as from an intern and he gave me this opportunity. He said, why don't you come to LA with me? We're going to do no strings attached. And then he's like, and then we're going right into Ghostbusters. Like he knew that that was going to be his next thing. So basically the entire career that I worked with him for the last 15, 16 years, Ghostbusters was always still on his mind and he always was trying to, to do Ghostbusters. So um, I think then to be able to do that with his son, obviously. Right. Uh, I mean, it's almost like, you know, serendipitous in a, in a way that like, because I think Oh nine, 2010, like that, that was probably the closest that ever actually had, you know, got right. Like that was yeah. like the Gene and Lee script, uh, that we've all read about. I've never read. It's never leaked or anything. If you just want to post it somewhere, <laughs> we'd love to read it. Um, Actually, I had a. I did have a. You'll uh, you'll like this though. I did have an email exchange with Ethan Cohen once. uh, Like maybe this was pre like two twenty seventeen. Before after. I was like, hey, do you want to come on and talk about the script? And he was like, yeah. Is it ever leaked? I was like, no. And he was like, cool. And then uh, like two days later, he was like, hey, I can't. He's like, (laughs) he's like, I can't do that to Ivan. And I was like, and I was like, all right, well, yeah. Thanks, Ethan Cohen. Um. Those were all so close to being made. So close. But so, yeah, I mean, I, I, but once this got rolling, like Ivan was, we, we've heard the stories. Uh, I think we was, we were talking to, um, Bryn and, and Francois, like they would talk about, you know, like sometimes Jason would tell them one thing and walk out the room and Ivan would walk over with the, some, some new direction. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily or not, maybe not so luckily the production office was right above us. So literally in our building, we had the yeah. first two floors and Ivan would just mosey on up there and you know, oh, yeah. start talking to people. Oh. Yeah. What was going on in between, you know, meetings and stuff. Right. 
right um that's great that's amazing that's yeah. that's really special um and then you know jason talked about at fan fest this year uh, or not fan fest uh ecto fest different Ectofest. different yeah. branding mm-hmm. um that you know before you know they him and gill had had laid out the, the plans for the future and got that stamp mm-hmm. of approval and, and excitement from ivan which is, yeah. is is really cool yeah i think that's just the hard part now honestly is being in the office and his yeah. office is still here and he's not here, but the, what Sony did for him and putting that plaque on the front of the building was really it's amazing. Uh, you know, every building here pretty much has a name uh, of a famous filmmaker. So the fact that they were able to to do that for him. That's uh, awesome. Nice. Yeah. That's yeah. so awesome. Um, okay. So back to set. So this is where you guys are getting into the thick of it. I remember, I'll never forget. Uh, I think it was, I'm once again tracking Eric's life. Um, <laughs> I think it was the, after your first day of, of filming, and I, you guys had put, I mean, it was first week. There was the, the first family photo. That was literally our oh, first day. That yeah. was the first day. And okay. I think it was like a pre shoot day. Like it was like a half day, a very quick sort of. And I remember Abby, like, inspecting the photo like look at the glasses look at her hair <laughs> yeah 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 we know what's going on here i was at work it was like immediate background on my phone <laughs> right, right. <laughs> it was getting me through my shift yeah yeah and um, was that the first time i think people saw the rust city name on the in connection board? I, yeah, think so. I think so yeah yeah, yeah. and then well that's really a, a good question i don't know if anybody's ever asked this was afterlife when, when was the title decided? Was that early on or was there, was there back and forth? Uh, we had quite a few titles. It'd be fun to talk about some of those someday. Someday. Uh, later. Okay. Okay. Later. okay. All right. Later, later. But uh, yeah, we didn't decide <laughs> that until probably towards the end of shooting, honestly. Right. Um, it was, I mean, it's hard. Yeah. It it's really, really hard. Is. Yeah. Because with the the subtitles, like half the time, it just like with a lot of movies, it just feels like they they just picked a word out of the script and threw it on there. Like, yeah, uh, not you know, it's like a Jurassic World thing, like Dominion. Right. <laughs> but Afterlife makes so much sense in the context; it just works. It's perfect. We've we've had we. I think we I think we did a whole episode one time about uh, guessing the title, m- movie titles, and just yeah. like how all the like you know yeah. Independence Day resurgence. <laughs> Just call it Ghostbusters. Right, right, right. Like, just call that it meaning. It was a good one. Right. Like all that. That's yeah. the hard part, exactly, too, because like yeah. all these, you know, brands have done so many different iterations mm-hmm. and subtitles. It's like, how yeah. do you, you know, create your <laughs> right, own? It's right, not right. stepping on anyone else's. Right. Well, and also because like with Jason and Gil, they're they're writers first, right? And like they the, you know, they're not they're not going to go with anything that isn't perfect and then where that doesn't make sense or doesn't make sense and then like sound cool well that's the marketing machine you know they come to you with all these ideas of like this will get butts in theaters this this word is you know okay yeah well the word ghostbusters has has nothing to do with our movie but sure we can put (laughs) that as right right yeah Yeah, they're like ghostbusters hashtag tiktok Popping off. Yeah. <laughs> um, can you talk? You know, we we've gotten to know Logan Kim and his family a lot, and like, what a what a find! Just out of like yeah. literally the middle of Texas. Yeah, he self taped. <laughs> you know, we get hundreds of tapes for different uh, roles, and yeah. he obviously caught everyone's eye. And so it's crazy to think that you know we weren't really 
going after big names or anything for some of these roles. And we were looking all over, all over the country and getting tapes from everywhere. So he was, uh, yes, he was, I think Jason has described him even at a comic con, just like to see how he held himself, you know, and yeah. in front of all these people. And this is his first time ever doing anything or was his first time ever doing it. Right. So. Mm-hmm. Yes, there was and a funny acted, polish, but, yeah. he, but he acted like he'd been doing it longer than anybody exactly. up there. Yeah. And that was the same thing on set. You know, he would show up and just be like, I got this, you know? Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Like, why, how he was is like a student so of cool? comedy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> where do you, I need to understand where he gets this confidence because I've been searching for it for like almost 40 years mm-hmm. now. <laughs> I'd like I'd like <laughs> some of that. <laughs> I'd like some of that confidence. Uh no, and and uh yeah, so Logan's great. Celeste is great. The cast is awesome. Like, there's so much chemistry there. But, like, again, that feels like such a... I mean, I guess... Are you working with, like... Does Jason have casting directors that he normally works with? And Yeah. Uh, I mean, what is that process like? Because, like, these are... Like, I'm telling you something you don't know. These are big decisions. <laughs> like, this yeah, is the yeah. cast. These are the new Ghostbusters. Yeah. Very few people have been Ghostbusters. You know, a lot of times the way it works just in the industry <laughs> is yes. they once they narrow it down to a couple people that sort of, you know, feel like they're going to work, they start doing chemistry reads together. So, right. you know, mm-hmm. McKenna and Finn would read together and we'd hear them and Finn and other people would read together, you know. Right. Uh, so it's same thing with Logan. You know, he was reading uh, and doing chemistry reads with other actors. Uh, sure. So that's awesome. But yeah, no, seeing them all together for the first time. Mm-hmm. Uh, we brought them to the stages when we were building the sets. This was probably two weeks before we started shooting. Yes, and they immediately gelled. All four of them. Like McKenna had her little ukulele. She was on and was singing, and West was dancing, and podcast was humming along. Like, or not podcast. Uh, Logan was <laughs> humming along. I, I use their names interchangeably, like all the time. Yeah. Now, so. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, I get it. I get it. I get it. And then there was the uh, famous yeah, the, was the ice cream photo. <laughs> the, yes. the, the famous ice, ice cream, cream which I believe. Well, we don't want to I call think Logan. Did that? Was that Logan or McKenna that posted that? I forget who, but uh, we know. I think, I think was, we know who it is. I think we it was know. somebody in the Kim family. Posted. It was somebody. In the Kim family. <laughs> <laughs> they, they definitely got a little talking to after that first step. Uh-huh. <laughs> Like okay, yeah, yeah. This isn't a FedEx commercial, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you know who that is, but that's Ivan Reitman right there. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, but um, that chemistry was great. It was you could feel it on screen, and like even being around them at the uh, that launch party we were just at for um, oh the spirit Ilvonic. Yeah, like yeah. seeing Logan and McKenna, they're just like dancing, cutting up a rug. It's it's awesome. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. it's cool yeah, that people are actually friends. friends. They all still talk. They all still you know, hang out, they come to those events and stuff. So it's cool to see that they've formed such a good connection. Right. Right. Um, so once you guys are done filming, once, you you know, you kind of mentioned it earlier, like nothing really leaked, like very little information got out. I mean, I think the closest to anything, there was a, uh, there was like a photograph from a restaurant with like Sigourney Weaver and Dan Aykroyd or something like that. And people it were like, our, it, "That was in our hotel." That was, was in it, your hotel. Yeah. But yeah. even like the fact that it was just one photo. I mean, I know I the know. Ecto pictures and stuff. You know, when, uh, Ecto ones drive down the street. So that, uh, this is just bring, remind me of a funny story. Sure. The mm-hmm. first day we shot with all the OG characters, uh, they were all there and uh erica and i the other co-producer we were literally there were people on the street watching 
we were running up and down the street as we saw people taking photos and being like, excuse me, can you delete that photo, please? We're trying to protect the privacy of this film. And then we even, this this is where it got like super creepy. We we saw a photo come through. I was, it was like tagged, you know, hashtag Sigourney Weaver, hashtag Bill Murray or something. Yeah. And uh, I was like, I was comparing the photo to the angle that it was shot at. And I was yeah. like, oh, this man. And then I looked at his account and I like could see a picture of him just barely. And I, I spotted him. I ran up to him I'm like, hey, did you just post a photo? of Yeah. Yes. Photo? And take this it down. Fun. Hey, yeah, I was just going to say that. That's dream job. That would, yeah, if, yeah, if you need, that. Eric, if you need to replace the photo enforcement on the next set, Jake yeah. is your guy. Oh, yes. He will gladly it. just tear phones Stop out. Stop before it starts. Yeah. <laughs> Smack I, that phone. I felt like a little detective there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I do feel like I knew about, I don't remember where this came from, but I feel like I knew about J.K. Simmons. I feel like at some point, there was a rumor or something. I don't know if it was like substantial, well, but I, I think you started the rumor. Well, he's been <laughs> I, like maybe, I might yeah. have started the rumor yeah, because yeah. I wanted it to be true. And then yeah. when we saw the movie, I, I was like, oh, he's in every in single Jason Reitman. Yeah, yeah. that's that's the, probably exactly. where it came from. I think that's yeah. probably where it came from was somebody was just like, well, of course he's going to be right. In well, who's going to play? I, and then when I heard that, I was like, well, he better be in it. You know? Yeah, right, right. Um, yeah, so like you guys did a great job, or, or you know, I does is that the benefit of shooting in a in a smaller town? Uh, yeah, that, I guess like no paparazzi and stuff, and right, it, Calgary didn't have a big filmmaking sort of community. Yeah, right. it's grown right. a lot since we've been there, which is great. Right. Um, but yeah, no, we didn't really have to deal with any of sort of the stuff we would deal with in big cities in the U S that, you know, are used to having shooting and paparazzi and all that stuff. Sure. Sure. So it was really just about honestly controlling the, the cast and the crew and, and the <laughs> right. people that showed up sometimes. outside. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, when you guys were doing exteriors for, for answer the call, like I feel like that entire scene was just like yeah. on Twitter, yeah. like that day, like I'm getting texts from Jake. Here's Ernie Hudson. Here's the protocol bag. Here's the, <laughs> Yeah. I was surprised even when we did the ecto pulling out of the garage at the police station in Somerville, there were probably 50 to a hundred people on the street watching that. And we, again, we couldn't really control, but we asked everyone mm-hmm. and I guess Canadians are super nice and everyone was like, Oh yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah. yeah, sure. Yeah. We're just watching and enjoying. So uh, that whole, that That's was so such a funny. cool scene. Cause we did that practically too, where the ecto skidded around that corner and the, I guess the the that what was revealed was that Stay Puff. Uh, oh, the side of the wall, yeah. yeah. Right, right. People well, I feel like add. that, but even even uh, at the the screening in um, New York at New York Comic Con, I remember uh, I remember getting online and seeing all the people who weren't there, kind of complaining that they were screening the movie. Uh, you know, so early. I don't know. It was like a month before the movie. Yeah. I remember everybody was like, "Now it's going to be all over the internet, and people are going to be." sharing it and filming it and and i remember looking to see if there were anybody uh sharing video from that event and didn't i was like there was nothing being cool about it nobody nobody Mm -hmm. leaked anything Mm -hmm. i was also i i'm making myself look bad but i was also crazily running up and down the aisles during that being like turn off your phone (laughs) hey again sony basically was doing that but i'm just i'm I'm glad we saw it when we did because I believe the same day that trailer came out that had Egon in the trailer. Oh right, wasn't that, that the, the same international day? trailer? It was oh, like yeah. the day or it was the day yeah. after, and I remember being like, "Well, I'm glad I saw the movie already." <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, 
But I he was like an unspoken was he, a, he was in a. Oh, he the, was. Oh, he's yeah, in the. He's in the truck, and I'm like, yeah, you pause yeah, yeah. it. You can tell who that is. But um, speaking of trailers, like that build up to that first trailer, and then the the second trailer after all, like I, I guess we should touch on COVID. I know nobody wants to talk about COVID anymore. Uh, <laughs> Don't touch it because it's over. It's just over if you pretend it's over, right? <laughs> well, it depends yeah. on where you live. I guess. Right, right. I guess our first trailer was obviously way before COVID because we were the first trailer had the original release date on it, right? Yeah, first yeah. trailer was December of 2019. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think there were posters out. Like you could get a poster that poster has, came has out. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. COVID delays. We don't even need to talk about it. It was horrible, and everybody was. It was such a bummer because, like, on top of everything, you just wanted something to look forward to. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, I guess the only maybe small positive was that it allowed us a little bit more time to, you know, fine tune the the special effects and sure. the VFX and. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also just let some time pass and look at it again. We didn't shoot the coda scene until uh, just a few months before it came out. I think it was, and I think some of that stuff did leak too. It did. It, it did, but we all thought it was for a commercial or for, yeah. we, we either thought it was for a commercial or for the, uh, there was like a doc, there was like talk of a, uh, a documentary about um, the song or something. We were like, Oh, maybe yeah. it's something else, you know, mm-hmm. but when, when that, more great detective work by me. I was like, I think yeah. it's for the VMAs. It's <laughs> for the VMAs. So stupid. Would, would that have even? Would that like post credit stuff even have happened if? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Happen? We always. You were planning yeah, should, on it anyway. Yeah, I should explain it. That wasn't an afterthought. We were going to okay. do a, co- uh, a coda anyways, but we just couldn't film it during right shut down. So mm-hmm. I mean, that was so cool getting getting to film a little bit more at the original firehouse. I mean, that's awesome. Yeah. That was a pretty big feat, too, because we almost missed the window. Of, they're redoing it right now to to make it into like an art center. It's right. the city. So all that stuff that you saw in the film was basically how it looked like stuff was torn off the walls. It was dirt yeah. on the ground. Uh, We've driven by it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, I mean, that's perfect, though, because it looked exactly like you needed it to look for the, exactly, for the screen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it, it worked out well. Uh, and we were also just the fact that we were able to get back in there, able to take more photos, reference photos. We got LIDAR data of the whole building so that we can, you know, rebuild interiors if we need to. Just in <laughs> uh, case. So just exactly. Case. Yeah. Just in case, yeah. you know, we got to keep this Ghostbusters thing going a little exactly. longer. <laughs> so it was nice. Um, we took advantage of being there to, to do as much as we could. Good. You know, what really, what strikes me about this movie <clears throat> and, um, one conversation when when you have like the philosophical conversation about Ghostbusters being the original being a great comedy, uh, sure Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, Harold Ramis, uh, the great improv, uh, you know, improvisers of of their of a generation, but like including Ernie Hudson in that conversation, they're incredible actors. And this movie, like you've got Paul Rudd, and you've got Carrie Coon, and you've got like McKenna Grace, who's like on this trajectory to be like the next whoever. I don't know. Yeah. Scarlett Johansson or whoever, the next thing, <laughs> you know, it's crazy. Yeah. She's like a list, like incredible talent. She's yeah. getting Emmy nominations. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, and but they all have like this amazing comedic timing and the script is so like, I guess I should ask that. Like, I know there's improv and things like that, but shooting script compared to what we see on screen, I would imagine it's pretty close. Yeah. I mean, it, it, certain scenes obviously are missing and things are cut down a bit, but uh, there's some, 
improvising that happens um, on set, obviously. Right. uh, Yeah. What you see is what, you know, I read. So that's awesome. And and it's, it's what you read, like the first time you read the script, like it stayed pretty, pretty consistent. I mean, uh, uh, there's lots of things. Sure. There's little things. Yeah. But I just changed throughout and the scope and scale of certain things have to, you know, adjust for budget and everything. But Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, the essence of that ending, it works so well in the script form. Like literally every time I read it, I I got emotional, Um, but it, it worked even better, you know, once it was shot. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the scenes, you know, this is the thing we all talk about. Abby and I talk about all the time is like the, the, those, that ending scene, that last, the last battle into, you know, we're ending a Ghostbusters movie with maybe the most, some of the most emotional stuff I've seen on screen, like ever, like you've got with, with Carrie Coon and, and it takes the acting, like the facial reactions that you're watching. Like that's Bill and Dan, like they, they are saying there's no words, but they're conveying so much emotion. Mm -hmm. That is it. That's the first point that I cry every time I watch the movie is their reactions. That's what gets me going. And then it's the end stuff too, obviously when, he's with the kids but dude the thing with like oh craig's gone the thing with like when all four guys are together busting at the same time and it's like the shot turns around and you just see all four that is insane to me and and uh we've talked about this before is that it's crazy that like uh you know, Star Wars came back with, you know, the, the new trilogy, Force Awakens and all that. You got three movies. They're going to bring back all your, you know, your original guys. But it's like one thing they never did that Afterlife did and made it so satisfying is that everybody's together. And it's like what you want to it's like gave you that emotional release that you yep. needed to have. And I'm like, Star Wars didn't even do that. And it's right. the fucking biggest thing in the world. And they couldn't do it. But Jason could. Yeah. 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 Reuniting our favorite characters like that. Yeah. So Abby's microphone is not working now. Uh oh. Oh, I can hear. You can't hear it all, Eric. Well, I can hear, but it's echoing from my. Oh, okay. Picking up and. Okay. Yeah. So it, it does sound different. All right. Well, uh, I think I can fix it. Cool. I can do it you right see, now. You sound different too, Craig. I got. It. How about now? Talk. Say something. Test? Abby. test 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 yeah yeah we're good yeah yeah so. okay good okay cool we didn't see we could edit it's always tested <laughs> um so i think maybe one of the cats hit one of the wires or something that's what we'll say yeah yeah that's what uh, okay. that's <laughs> all the people. there's no cats right there's now. no cats anywhere <laughs> i think there's a, there's a damn cat around here she's sleeping um so Okay, before we're we're gonna wind down here, we really appreciate your time. Uh, we can't do YHS things without talking about toys. So, Hasbro has been an awesome relationship. An incredible amount of product came out in in you know 2020, 2021. Uh, they just did the whole unboxing reveal of the Spangler pack. Congratulations! That was such an awesome, yeah, successful yeah. project. How yes. cool was that? That project was amazing to work on, and the fact that we just watching sort of the their uh what do they call it not the kickstarter but their uh their has has lab yeah uh watching that counter go up each day was yeah pretty satisfying Mm -hmm. um but yeah no that was amazing their designers were in la we pulled the props we scanned them we measured they did everything to make it as realistic as possible 
and I, I mean, so it leaked. I saw there's some photos of our packaging. We have them early already and I've already messed around with it. And it's so cool. It's like the quality that, that they put into it. And it's just amazing. It's really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. We, we can't wait to uh, get our hands yeah. on that. And then like, so I, I always talk, you know, people actually will ask us like, Hey, how come there's not any new Ghostbusters toys right now? And I always, I always get, this is what I always tell them. And Eric, you tell me, how wrong or right I am. (laughs) I always say that Ghostbusters is a franchise that's uh, very uh, media driven. So when there's media to support, whether it's movie, TV, video games, that's when you're going to see a a stronger merchandise rollout for things like action figures and toys like that. I mean, it's any franchise, honestly, like it's just so happens that there's a million star Wars things going on. all the time. (laughs) Right, right. Exactly. Exactly. There's always product out there, but yeah, that's exactly it is obviously, you know, it helps them when, there's media behind what's right. happening in the, the toy aisles as well. So mm-hmm. we, uh, they're cool. still a partner of ours. They're an amazing partner. We have a lot of fun stuff we're working on to be prepared for future stuff. So uh, it's not going away. See, you know, you Good tell news, me, this is what I tell friends. the people. Yeah. They're like, well, why can't, why isn't there any new, why isn't there Ghostbusters 2 Plasma Series figures out? I'm like, because that movie came out in 1989. We got to move forward. And they're done that. We're working on new stuff. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Oh, man. You know? And then, now, is Ghostbusters 2 canon? I'm just kidding. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we we Uh, love the fans. Well, actually, if people go back, there is a scene where you can actually see the Ecto-1A license plate in the barn if you look very closely. There it is. There's also Confirmed. a guy. There's also, also a Geigameter. There is a Geigameter. Is super, in and also Ray Stance is in his bookstore. So yes, yes. exactly. Um, we got to talk about that scene. This is actually my favorite scene of the movie. Unfiltered Dan Aykroyd as Ray Stance for the first this time. This is your most quoted scene. I love it. I quote like little pieces of like. Abby will come in the room and she'll be like, Hey, did you feed the cats? And I'll just be like, well, he wasn't helping. That whole re- recreation yeah. of raise a call. It was amazing. It was, so well, honestly, that was my favorite set on the entire afterlife film. I mean, all the other ones were amazing and grand and big and really cool. And the house was amazing, but you could actually feel like you were in New York. It's it smelled in that, in that set. Like, <laughs> julie oil and all the mm-hmm. other things that you might smell in a, a store like that and uh yeah it just it felt like we were back in the 80s in the movie so it's awesome it's so such cool. a great scene it's the one thing that always strikes me from like a filmmaking perspective and like eric Spielberg, cinematographer works on all the jason reitman movies like the, there's like these really deep and rich like reds and like it's very his face is very shadowed at times and like there's like a somberness to the conversation like again just amazing acting and we've heard rumor i think jason actually told us this that that scene might have been like 20 minutes longer originally. yeah i was gonna say that monologue was way longer than was actually on screen yeah was, uh, i want to see it, see it. Yeah. yeah yeah um People would be really mad if we didn't ask this, and you might not be able to comment on it. Is there uh, plans for more uh, DVD special edition deleted scene type content uh, down the road? Right. I mean, they're they always want new content, and right. obviously there is stuff that we shot that wasn't on the DVD. So, I at some point I'm sure that there will be more and more. But um, you know, it's a filmmaker choice at the end of the day, and right. 
some stuff just isn't necessarily good and doesn't need to see the light of day and probably right. won't ever. But there's some other stuff that I think they'll probably eventually mine that you know, will end up. On. I mean, if you just put out a, like a, a, disc and like a clear case of just the Dan Aykroyd yeah, scene. I would be sad. Right, Dan yeah. No, yeah. I want scene. I want 30 years from now to get the work print like we just got of the original Ghostbusters and sit down and be like, whoa, this is 100% a different movie. Yeah. Hey, the work print of 84 is such a it's, fun and mm-hmm. bizarre watch. Mm-hmm. It was, so it's that, I don't know if they put any context to that, but literally the original editor, Sheldon Kahn, he was going through uh, boxes of videotapes that he had trying to find like you know his daughter's Christmas recital from back in the day and he pulled out this tape and it yeah. said Ghostbusters first screening on it and he called me and he was like I've got this tape do you think anyone at Sony would want to like scan it and see what it is and they scanned it and sure enough it was like it had gold in there it had that original scene with Jason and his mom running out uh, right, which is used in yeah. Building, yeah, which is used on the YouTube video. It's yeah. literally a completely different movie. Like we, yeah. we were, we the three of us watched it. We were like in shock at some just how different it <laughs> it's was. A trip, yeah. Like, yeah. Whoa! It feels closer to not in a bad way or anything, but it feels like closer to like a Caddyshack or Animal House type of thing. Where like you know, if you ever watch Caddyshack and listen, Harold Ramis made Groundhog Day greatest movie of all time but there's some weird plot holes and things happening in caddyshack where you're like some of this doesn't add up but we'll just accept it so like uh yeah what what a cool like i love the fact that we're 35 40 years into this and like just even the deleted scenes from from ghostbusters 2 and then the score came out like you guys are doing so much work to bring like i think i always tell fans and tell people like be grateful be reflective. Think about how much Ghostbusters content you've gotten in the last four to seven years versus, you know, 1989 to 2000, you know, yeah. 14, mm-hmm. essentially. So mm-hmm. uh, you guys really do so much and we thank you. for Yeah, it. we're grateful. Thank you. Course, yeah. Um. Okay. Well, I don't have any other questions, Abigail. Mm, not that I can ask on air. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jake. No, I just, same? I just appreciated it. Yeah. Uh, Eric, uh, any final party words? I know you guys are working on, you guys announced so many projects at EctoFest. There's yeah. uh, Spirits Unleashed is out. There's a new mm-hmm. VR game coming out. There is new comic book, animated movie, mm-hmm. animated series, and of course, Ghostbusters uh, Dominion. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. <laughs> Don't. The new, the, uh, the, the, the sequel to Afterlife. Uh-huh. Uh, I can't imagine how busy you guys are. So we thank you for taking time to do this. It's busy and it's fun and we're excited to share more stuff with you guys soon. Very cool. All right, uh, Eric, a happy one year anniversary. We'll do this every year. Yeah. (laughs) It's been two years since Afterlife came out. Um, Although a year from now, you might have way more stories to tell. You know, there's there's a lot happening. Um, All right. Uh, Hopefully it'll never end. Abby, it'll never end. We're we're going. Mm -hmm. We're going. This is going to be 12 movies deep before we know it. All right. Bye, everybody. Thanks, guys. Bye, guys. Bye, y'all. Thanks, Eric. Bye. Bye. Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some.